Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Well, hey friends, welcome back to Anchored In Always. So in today's episode, um, I'm honestly going to get really pretty raw and vulnerable with you guys. And I just feel led in my spirit to do that because I think it is so important. Um, I think we get in real trouble. And this is what I found for myself, especially in the last few months, when we um, keep things hidden or um, just in the dark. Um, I think that when we expose things to the light, um, that disarms the enemy. So I'm going to talk a lot about the enemy and that's actually the title was the enemy's relentless pursuit, because I think it's really easy for us, um, when we're going through a hardship, whether it's somebody that has hurt us and, and we're angry or, or, and, and they really have hurt us. Like there are consequences and and we're hurt by somebody and that's real, um, and painful, or we're dealing with consequences from, you know, decisions that we've made that have hurt ourselves or others. And, and so often it's, it's easy to just be stuck in blame and that person is the enemy or guilt and shame. And, um, I am the enemy, so to speak, you know, and that, and so either of those mindsets really don't serve us or serve anybody else. And the Bible is just very clear, um, what our real struggle is against. And Ephesians six twelve it says for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Um, And it also tells us right in 1 Peter 5, 8, to be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, here it is again, the enemy, is the devil. He he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And that John 10, 10 tells us that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And, you know, it is, he is a relentless um, enemy. He does not stop. He will not quit. Um, he continues to go after he's, he's seeking to, de- to, to devour like a, a, a lion prowling, the Bible says. And honestly, I have really found this to be true in my own life for most of my marriage, as I've shared on this podcast very openly, Josh shared his testimony in one of the earlier episodes, as well as I shared mine. Um, and that I really feel that our marriage has been under attack for almost the entire marriage. And there are a lot of reasons for that, which I share, um, bad choices, um, that, that have been made in the marriage and just poor communication and, um, as well. So, but I think that, you know, that, that verse stood out to me in John 10, 10, where it says, the thief comes um, only to steal, kill, and destroy. If you think about a thief, you know, breaking into a house, 
he's not going to break, he or she is not going to break into a house that has nothing in it, right? That has no value. He will try to get into a house that, that has a lot of value um, that benefits him. And I think that's how our enemy is. If we are um, not a threat to him, then he leaves us alone. And I think that I truly believe that God has a big plan for Josh and I, just the things that he's gone through in his life, the things I've gone through and that we've gone through together that, that we can make a very big kingdom impact. And I've just believed that for a long time. And so I think the enemy has just been attacking us for a long time. And I think, you know, he's honestly very frustrated because, um, we've continued to pursue, God and seek even through a lot of years of mistakes and hardships. Um, I, we shared very openly about Josh's struggle with uh, drug and alcohol addiction and how he went to treatment for that um, back in like I think 2017. And um, when he came back from that, um, there was this very sweet time in our life where you know, he was clean and sober and the trust was being built back in our marriage. And I just, we were very, I was very hopeful. I think, you know, we were both hopeful, like, man, I'm excited to see what God has for us. And I think that, you know, the enemy was pretty ticked off, you know, that that didn't take us out, that didn't destroy our marriage. Um, And so then we decided to start a Celebrate Recovery at our home church. And right around that time is when our, our young son, Marcus, was diagnosed with brain cancer. And, you know, I'm picturing the enemy just kind of rubbing his hands together and kind of salivating at the mouth, so excited, thinking this will do it. This will take them out and then they will be ineffective um, for the kingdom. And, you know, he is a defeated foe. I think he fights so hard to pull us down because he's already lost ultimately. And so he's just trying to drag as many of us down with him as he can. And so um, I think that he thought this was going to do it, you know, the the two-year battle for Marcus's life and fighting that cancer and then ultimately his death. And that didn't do it either. When Marcus died, we continued to seek the Lord. And during the two years of, of fighting the cancer, um, we continued with the ministry and, um, you know, really giving God glory and, and praising God despite the heart the the horrible time that we were in um with our son and um and so it didn't work and so i think after marcus passed the enemy um really took his set his sights on josh and specifically targeted him um in his grief and in some of his areas of struggle and really tried to um, pull him down and was almost effective this last year. And I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about that in this episode, but um, this has been a very hard year for us um, in our marriage. And for Josh, you know, like just hitting, you know, we thought he had hit rock bottom before, but I think that was a new, there was a new rock bottom and, um, and a a real big struggle, uh, separation and, you know, some time that Josh needed to just really, uh, work on himself. And I needed to get out of the way, honestly, for that. Um, and so the enemy, I think thought this this was going to do it. Like Josh had hit rock bottom. Um, we were separated. Our marriage was not, things were not looking good, but I did not have a peace in my spirit, um, of ending the marriage despite the hurt. Um, and despite what was going on in the circumstances, I just had felt in my spirit that I was supposed to um, 
sit still, be still, wait on God. And um, while he, you know, continued to do work in Josh's life, but that took Josh turning back to him and surrendering. And I'm so thankful to say that he did. And he is currently um, back on track and really, truly seeking the Lord. Um, And so now I think that that just, again, ticked the enemy off like he's shaking his head and thinking, what do I have to do to take this family down? Um, And so in the last few months, I have felt a very, very heavy oppression myself, um, that the enemy has just turned his sights on me specifically now, um, and is it, and began attacking me, um, in, in areas that I think this is, this is important to hear. I think we can become prideful. I know I struggled with pride thinking uh, that I would never struggle with this area or that, um, I would never do um, X, Y, Z. And so when we, when we kind of put that out there and we think that that's denial, number one in recovery, we call that denial. And so I honestly was stuck in denial and, and pride and thinking that, um, I would never slip up in, in this area. And I'll be very honest in this area was for me was lust as Josh and I were separated. Um, I became lonely and um, I was exposed and vulnerable, and the enemy honestly used that time these these last few months to really get in my head. And um, some scripture that I want to share, kind of around that, is you know Matthew twenty six forty one says, "Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation, because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak." And I'll tell you guys, like I've never struggled um, as I have these last few months with the battle between my flesh and spirit. And this is where I'm really being honest and vulnerable and exposing myself to you all. Um, but the scripture that, that really spoke to me a lot about this is Romans 7, chapter 7. And it says, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is the sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is the sin living in me that does it. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched person I am! Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. Y'all, that's been what I've been struggling with. That's been my life these last few months is this wrestling. And I never acted on the thoughts, the lustful thoughts that I was having. Um, But the thoughts themselves were enough to drive a wedge. Um, Just in my mind, the enemy just used these thoughts, these these lustful thoughts to draw me away from, like, like, I felt so much guilt and shame and humiliation that I was even having these thoughts and was struggling to control them. Um, 
that I didn't want to tell anybody. Uh, I didn't, I began to pull away a little bit from people and even from the Lord, like just feeling conviction in my quiet time. And, and that's, that's the enemy, um, because that's what I needed to do the most was, you know, turn to the Lord. Um, but, and, you know, honestly, there's two parts to that because I did, I did pray and ask God to just take these thoughts away. And I did sit down and write out scripture. And when a thought would come in my mind, I would try to focus on that scripture. Um, and I think that's where, you know, this verse is like, you know, I know the things that I need to do. Um, but I don't do those things because I was still struggling. And it's that I see another law at work in me waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner. I did feel like a prisoner to my thoughts. And, um, for me, it really wasn't until, um, I came to a point where I confessed it. I, I used my tools um, and I, I uh, talked to my accountability partner and some friends and just that I trusted and shared that I was struggling with these thoughts. And um, I exposed it to the light in doing that and disarmed the enemy um, from being able to really use that. Now, it, it still was a struggle, but it definitely... Um, was something where when I said it out loud to another person, um, that is when I truly began to, to, to find freedom from it. Um, I was weakening the enemy, uh, you know, the, the control he had on my mind and um, surrendering it and, and, and exposing it to the light. And so um, I wanted to share with you, like, that's the struggle that we have as, you know, human beings and believers in our flesh is, is, you know, that struggle against the flesh and the spirit, but the promise that we have, and I love this scripture in Isaiah chapter 43, verses one through three, it says, fear not. So fear not the enemy, right? Because I, the Lord have already redeemed you, Katie. I have called you by name, daughter, beloved, Katie, you are already mine, the Lord's. So when, not if, but when you pass through waters, the storms are inevitable, people. I will be with you. And um, those waves, they will overwhelm, they will not overwhelm you, although it may feel like it. Um, and when you walk through fire, you may feel that heat, but you will not get burned or be consumed. Why? Because I, or for I, am the Lord your God. And there's promises in Romans chapter 8 2 that says who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword as it is written for your sake we face death all day long we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered no in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loves us for I am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord that's his promise you know to us and that he is with us and he has us in his hands. The enemy is trying to really make us believe that we are alone, that God doesn't love us, that we've, we've made a mistake or we've sinned and that we can't turn to him anymore. Um, but that is a lie from the enemy. And the last scripture I want to share with you is um, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And it says, God is faithful. 
Um, that's who he is, you guys. He is, that's his character. He's faithful and he won't let you be tempted beyond what you can bear because when you are, but when you are tempted, um, he will provide a way out so that you can endure it. Um, and I'm just so thankful. And I hope this is what you hear that, um, there is a way out. There is hope, um, when you're struggling with something and you feel like it's just got this grip on you. Um, that God promises that, that he provides a way out, that you won't be tempted beyond. You will be tempted. Every single one of us will be tempted. I think that's what I've learned so much in these last few months is that there isn't any of us that are above um, temptation in any area. And that's why it's so important to be constantly on guard and use our spiritual armor and our tools. Um, and, and in doing that, that's the way out is the spirit, the armor of God and the tools that he's given me through recovery specifically. Um, when I use those tools and I confessed that sin, um, that was starting in my mind and those thoughts. And when I exposed it to the light and I surrounded myself with support and accountability and community, um, and, and did that daily inventory, all these tools that I've learned in Celebrate Recovery, um, it disarms the enemy and it, 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 it allowed me to kind of break free from that cycle um, before it ended up becoming something that, that ultimately, you know, could end my marriage or could um, pull me away from, from the Lord in a way where I turned my back on him and, and allowed sin to just really bring me down. Um, and so I just want to encourage you, if you're listening to this today, that, that to reach out to somebody, um, if you're struggling with something, a, a, a secret sin, maybe, or just something that you're holding on to, or, or that you've not really admitted, um, maybe you're in denial, like I was thinking that, you know, like I can do it on my own. Um, initially when this first started happening for me, I was trying to, to, to do it on my own. Um, and that was not proving to be successful and it wasn't until I opened up and shared it. And so I, I hope that you have a trusted friend, a counselor, a pastor, um, if you don't like a celebrate recovery that you can go to, um, because it really takes, uh, an army, <laughs> it takes community and accountability. And we have to say these things out loud and confess them one to another to be healed. The Lord will forgive us, but he says, confess one to another and be healed. And so I just, um, I hope that blesses you today as you hear uh, me share from my heart and, um, and this particular area, um, because I know it's something that we all struggle with. And, and specifically, I think the timing of all of this is not a coincidence in that the book, um, that I wrote into the storm, um, that I've been working on for a year and a half about our son, Marcus, and our battle with cancer, his battle with cancer, what we learned from him, what we learned about anchoring into Jesus during that storm. That book is coming out September 1st. It'll be available on Amazon, and I'll have the link in the show notes. Um, and so I I think that the enemy, that, that God is going to use this book in a very powerful way um, to help other people, to give perspective, to... Um, to share Marcus's story, but also to draw people to himself for comfort, for hope, for healing. And, um, and I, I think the enemy obviously does not want that. And so just trying to kind of really pull me down right at this time, you know, where the book is coming out and, and I was 
going to promote it and do all this thing, but just feeling so stuck in my own sinful thoughts, um, that I was feeling like I don't even, I don't even want to. Um, and so he is a sneaky, (laughs) sneaky snake. Um, and we have to just remember that and stay on guard. And so I hope that y'all get a copy of the book. Um, I would love to have you email me and reach out to me or um, find me on social media um, at Anchored and Always Facebook group or um, email me at katie at anchoredandalways.com and just give me your thoughts and feedback um, as you read the book. Um, I'm just so excited and I'm right now my my hope and prayer is that you know the Lord just gets it into the hands of the people that need it. Um, and so I hope it will be a blessing and encouragement to you and we'll just continue to stand against the enemy. Um, he is not, um, going to take me down or take my family down in Jesus name. So, uh, let me just close this episode in prayer. Dear only father, God, I just thank you father that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world that we can cling to your promises, Father, even when it feels like we are trapped in a vicious cycle, um, that the waves are coming over us, that the fire is burning us, God, that we just cannot escape the thoughts even or um, not act on those thoughts at times in our lives, Lord, that we just struggle with something that has such a hold on us that it feels like we can't break free, God, and that we're trapped. And that is a lie from the enemy, Lord. And so I just pray for whoever's listening right now that is stuck in in a secret sin of their life, something that is, is holding them back, Father, something that is um, driving a wedge between them and the people in their lives, and more importantly, from between them and you, God, that you would just um, speak to their heart through this episode, through the book, God, and that they would uh, confess and go to somebody, step out of denial, and and just expose that to the light, Father, and find real, true healing. Um, I just pray that over the listener today, God. And we just thank you and praise you that you will never leave us or forsake us, God. No matter what happens, that we can be victorious because of your son, Jesus, God. And we just thank you and give you all the praise and glory. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, friend, are you feeling stuck? Maybe in your relationship with God, yourself, or other people in your life? As a professional life and relationship coach, I can help you discover unhealthy patterns and mindsets that are holding you back from experiencing more fulfilling relationships and stepping into that God-sized calling on your life with confidence. You can email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com and be sure to check out my brand new website at anchoredinalways.com for more information and to book your 20-minute free discovery session with me today. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored and Always. I will put all of these links in the show notes for you. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Please take a quick minute to subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.